Welcome, you're listening to Ask the Doulas, a podcast where we talk to experts from all over the country about topics related to pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and early parenting. Let's chat. Hello, this is Kristen with Ask the Doulas, and I am here today to chat with one of our own doulas, Kristen Mortar. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Happy to have you on. So our topic today is all about supporting grandparents in today's modern world with so many changes from when they were parents themselves, everything from safe sleep standards to feeding to car seat safety, all of it is much different. So let's get into it. That sounds great. I'd love to. Let's start with a bit about your background, Kristen. I know, um, obviously, you teach our modern grandparents class, but tell us a bit about your work as a doula and what led you to want to teach grandparents. Yeah, so I actually have a background also in early childhood education and development. I've loved kids my whole life. And in becoming a doula, just really found a passion in helping people just really get educated on what the best practices are and just make sure that they feel capable and knowledgeable about moving forward as parents. And then the wonderful world of becoming a grandparent is just such an exciting time and people want to be involved. And I think it's amazing that our grandparents have the capabilities to be able to be even more involved now than ever before. And just making sure that there's no conflicts between children and grandparents and making sure it's a smooth transition um, into grandparenthood and just giving them all the tools they need. Exactly. So obviously your course is available virtually to any grandparents who are out of state. We are located in West Michigan and you also offer in-person options, correct? Yes, that's correct. So it's been great to introduce grandparents and especially during pandemic times, we've had so much gifting of day and overnight postpartum support, even if they are able to come in to help in the first couple of weeks or are able to help out in the daytime. They're also realizing that they want sleep overnight to be able to help care for grandkids during the day. So that's where gifting postpartum doula support comes in. Absolutely. I don't think that staying up overnight does not get easier as we get older. So no, I definitely think that there is a huge benefit of hiring a postpartum doula so everybody can be energized and ready for the daytime because you never know what's going to happen in those hours. So I definitely agree that um, gifting postpartum doula hours overnight is an extra special way to bless your kids. Exactly. And certainly with your skill set, since Gold Coast is launching our baby registry um, program, you're one of our registry experts. And so you're also able to walk them along um, any presents they want to gift, again, outside of services, but baby gear products, really walking through baby carriers, understanding safe baby wearing, safe sleep, and so on. 
Yeah. It's incredible how fast things change too with um, all of the baby stuff. Like even since I've had my kid, there's so many cool new gadgets out there and it's impossible to try to keep up to date on all of it if you're not living in it every day. So I think it's definitely a great way for me to be able to support grandparents and parents in keeping up to date on what's been recalled, what is the best product for each individual lifestyle. Um, Yeah, it's really been an awesome thing. Exactly. And certainly for grandparents who are caregiving in their own homes versus, you know, the their children's homes, understanding baby proofing and really how to set their house up for caregiving is also an important, you know, individualized concept that you cover in the class. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't want people to be pulling out their pack and plays from the 1990s and bringing them back out for a baby. So just making sure that everything is up to date and, uh, and ready for a baby to use and super safe. So... Yes. Let's talk car seats. Since so much has changed with car seat safety, let's uh, give me your top tips as far as choosing the correct car seat and making sure it's installed properly in every vehicle that is using the car seat and what you've learned not only as a postpartum doula, but also as a, an educator. Yeah, so there's really two different types of car seats that you can get for newborn infants and then growing up into um, early toddlerhood stage. There's the baby carrier, like the bucket car seat that has the base that can be snapped in and out of the car. So the base gets put in the back seat and then you can clip the car seat in and out. Also, you can put just use the seatbelt to put those bucket seats into the back seat. Those are really convenient because you can remove baby. You don't have to worry if baby's sleeping. You can just take the whole car seat out without waking them. And a lot of times now there are strollers that can adapt to the individual's car seat. So you can easily take the kiddos into the store with you or to a playground or a park. The other kind is one of the transitional type of car seats that grows with the baby from infant all the way up until um, toddlerhood stage. Um, These are great because you don't have to get multiple car seats. But the one downside of it is you're not going to be able to remove it from your car for easy transport. But I think depending on your lifestyle and where you're going and um, what you're wanting to do, that you really have to take that into consideration when you're picking out a car seat. Absolutely. And as you mentioned, there are many of the uh, the multi-use where you can clip it into a stroller. And my suggestion for clients is always to, if you're going to be utilizing the same car seat that has a base to make sure that each car that is going to be transporting baby will have a properly installed base versus trying to reinstall every time you're transporting the baby. Again, yeah. safety is so important. Yeah. And it's really great to get it checked out too by um, a certified person who does car seat checks, whether it's somebody from the police department or somebody in your local community. There's tons of resources out there um, and ways for you to be able to find who can check your car seat for you. Yeah. Usually no matter where you live, there are certain fire stations that have um, certified car seat safety technicians, but not every fire station does. So you need to look online. And then also um, locally, we have secure quest that can be found on a national registry for certified car seat safety technicians. So you can certainly Google those options, but it is a good recommendation to have it properly installed, even 
the most modern ones that have the buttons that show, you mm-hmm. can find that you didn't exactly um, install it correctly once you have a tech look at it. Yes, I remember um, when we were first putting in one of our car seats, we had a friend who was a car seat safety technician and he came in and we did not have it installed properly. And I'm so glad that he was able to catch that. So it's very important to get it checked out. Yes. And certainly feeding has changed so much. And there are, you know, obviously very modern pumping options and so and milk storage and formula feeding is much different now than it was. So what are your top feeding tips for grandparents who want to be involved in caregiving? Yeah, so my top feeding tips are just to make sure that you're as supportive as possible as possible with whatever feeding style your your kids choose for their for their baby. Absolutely, I love the whole uh, method of um, pace feeding with babies. It reduces gas, reduces colic, and helps really mimic breastfeeding for breastfed babies, but also reduces all of the air intake too for bottle fed babies. I love the Haka. That's one of the best feeding friends that you can have. It's kind of, it's like a breast pump, but you can attach it while you're nursing and it catches the milk from the other side too. So it's a great way to keep your breast milk from leaking out just into a breast pad or something else. So it's definitely a gift that a grandparent could buy for their daughter or daughter-in-law or for anybody you trust or breastfeeding. So another thing is just to make sure that your kids aren't having to transport bottle things back and forth. Um, try to have a bottle brush and soap at your house available for bottle cleaning so that you can send home clean bottles with your grandbabies just so that parents aren't having to pack up their entire kitchen to bring to your house. Exactly. And then certainly formula feeding for grandparents who are involved in formula feeding, following directions on the package because it is, again, much different. So as dual as we follow the directions to a T. Absolutely. And I've been noticing that there have been a lot more European brands of formula out there. So a lot of American brands are one scoop for every two ounces of water and the European brands are one scoop to one ounce of water. So it's very important to make sure that we're following all those rules, uh, making sure that the bottles are clean and sterilized before you use them. And sterilized, normal dish soap can usually get the job done that you don't need to have a sterilizer in your house. Um, You can use a steam or UV light sterilizer, but there's, it's not needed. But yeah, just making sure that you're also using purified water to make those bottles and make sure everything is just really clean and neat. Exactly. So let's move along to safe sleep. Again, things have changed so much from, you know, when our parents raised us. And so what are your top tips for grandparents to make sure that any sleep surface that baby is in is safe? Yeah. So, oh my goodness, it definitely has changed. I remember my mom talking about sleeping on our bellies. Yes. (laughs) Kind of being like shocked, like what? I was a tummy sleeper. And, you know, then you had the side sleeping for a while. And then you had all these baby positioners in the cribs. And bumpers and blankets and toy. Everything was in the crib back then. Not so much anymore. Right. We're not even suggesting mobiles really just because it can be a distraction during sleep and you never know if it's going to fall in. So just making sure that you have a nice firm mattress so that um, babies aren't um, rolling over and getting their face like 
plowed into the mattress that's too soft. Um, really tight fitting crib sheets are excellent. Um, you don't want to have a lot of give on the material and then no bumper pads. We don't do that anymore. We know that it's not safe inside of the crib and back to sleep is best. So do everything that we can to put baby back to sleep. Obviously when they start rolling over, that's a different story, but just wanting to make sure that we're trying to provide the safest area for them to sleep in. Um, another great thing that's been coming out have been the nests and the, oh, what are those one things called? The It's like the nest, but it's different. <laughs> I can't think of it right now. It's like a baby sleeper thing that you can put on the couch or the floor and they're not really safe for sleeping in. I know you're talking like a docatot. Yes, the docatot. I couldn't remember it for a second. They're not great for sleeping in for long periods of time. It's okay for short periods of time when the baby's being very supervised, but not for them to sleep in. And I know they get really cozy and sleep better in those sometimes, but it's just not as safe as a nice firm mattress in the crib. Yes, they're a station that you can set baby down in to be hands-free for a moment with supervision. But just as you mentioned, they're not safe sleep at all. Right. So let's move along to other topics that you cover in the Modern Grandparents class. Hey, Alyssa here. I'm just popping in to tell you about our course called Becoming. Becoming a mother is your guide to a confident pregnancy and birth, all in a convenient six-week online program. From birth plans to sleep training and everything in between, you'll gain the confidence and skills you need for a smooth transition to motherhood. You'll get live coaching calls with Kristen and myself, a bunch of expert videos, including chiropractic care, pelvic floor physical therapy, mental health experts, breastfeeding, and much more. You'll also get a private Facebook community with other mothers going through this at the same time as you to offer support and encouragement when you need it most. And then of course, you'll also have direct email access to me and Kristen, in addition to the live coaching calls. If you'd like to learn more about the course, you can email us at info at goldcoastdoulas.com or check it out at thebecomingcourse.com. We'd love to see you there. Yeah, so one of the things that we've been going over too is the generational differences of how we got our information. So um, ways that they received their information um, when they were raising their kids was usually like their doctor or a book that that they have read. And nowadays, we really are a Google people. (laughs) And if you need to know anything, we are researching it and we are trying to figure out what the best practice is right away. Um, That can get overwhelming for people too. So I think one of the nice things, especially that we offer is those classes. Um, I think in-person classes have become a big thing probably since, you know, since I've become a parent, at least I know that classes were a big deal in the early 2000s as well. And I think it's been a huge asset parenting just because you get to see other people's opinions and their expertise and just really figure out for yourself how your family should move forward as far as parenting styles, breastfeeding, anything that you want to learn about. <laughs> yes. And any tips you mentioned parenting styles, again, to be supportive when you're talking with grandparents about how to support their children's unique parenting style. And again, we're we're making sure that the advice you're giving and the advice that, you know, our postpartum doula team gives would be, you know, obviously safe, but we support all parenting styles and utilize judgment-free support. So how does that apply to your class in really getting some acceptance with different parenting styles? 
Yeah. So I think a lot of times there is a generational difference between how our parents raised us and how we're raising our kids. So that can cause a lot of tension in relationships and cause unnecessary conflict. So I just really encourage all the grandparents coming through my class to be judgment-free, to really take their kids' perspective into consideration. The grandkids aren't their kids and things have changed a lot since when they parented. So I do think that while their advice is very needed and necessary at times and probably wanted, um, sometimes we just have to really pull back and think, okay, well, is this good advice? Is this true today? Is this something that's going to help or hinder our relationship? So just taking all those things into consideration is very important. Yes, so true. And I know like with my own personal family, I have a big family, many siblings, and many of them are parents and they all parent much differently than say I do. And so my my parents um, have learned to, as far as their role as grandparents, really support the individual styles. Yes. I always say that these children were born to you. And so it's your job to be able to do with them the best that you possibly can. And whatever that looks like is so different, varying with from family to family. Exactly. So what else can we take away from the Modern Grandparents class? Yeah, one other thing that we've been talking about is um, introducing pets to babies. Um, that's been actually a bigger topic of conversation than I thought, and people are getting really excited about it. A lot of grandparents um, have gotten puppies since their kids have moved out of the house. Yes. And just making sure that those puppies and animals are ready for baby to come into their home is really great. So a lot of times I suggest bringing something that the baby has worn um, into the home before you bring baby into the house, just for the animal to smell. I suggest putting it into a calm space. So like the dog's bed or somewhere that they like to relax and be peaceful. Once they get to know that scent, they're less likely to be as excitable when the baby comes into the house for the first time. And then there's also a lot of great dog training Tips that you can get from your local dog hospitals or even training centers. You can ask your local vet as well, um, just for different tips and pointers on what you should do to get your dog ready. Dogs are kind of like kid people. They each have a different personality. So that's why it kind of varies a little bit from animal to animal. But just having that great new introduction is a great way to start. Yes. And many dog training centers have that adjusting to baby class, not only for puppies, but also full grown dogs. Yes. It's a great way to get our fur babies involved. <laughs> exactly. So any other um, items that are important to cover? I mean, there's even such a difference in, you know, toys and green items and looking into just, uh, again, keeping up with recalls and knowing where to to look for those and certainly even registering items that are purchased in case there is a recall so you can get a full refund. Yeah, there are a lot of sites that you can actually get a recall notice from. I believe that parenting.com is one of them that will give you recall notices. But also making sure that your the toys that you're providing at your house kind of go along with the parenting style of your of the parents of the of your kids. Um so if your kids are going more natural and wanting to stay away from chemical things, try to get those hardwood natural Montessori type toys more in your home. Another thing that's important that I don't think we ever thought about in the past was off-gassing all the toxins that are in um, our toys, our bouncy seats, different clothes that we have, like making sure that you're 
putting it in a well-ventilated area before a baby uses it, and then just making sure that we're washing everything properly. I know I've seen a handful of grandparents that just open it from the package and give it to the kid right away. I'm like, okay, right. well, let's clean let's clean it first. <laughs> let's give it a little wash. And making sure that we're aware of the chemicals being used in products. We are a generation too that is very a lot more knowledgeable of what's coming into our bodies and aware of what we're exposing our children to. So I think um, being aware of what we're doing and helping our kids out with that is great. Exactly. Thank you for sharing so many wonderful tips and insight into the Modern Grandparents class. So the class can be found at the Gold Coast Doula's website. We also have information on social media. Our site is goldcoastdoulas.com. And as far as class information, Kristen, again, is our instructor and can teach virtually as well as in person. The virtual class is $85. And the in-person class is $125. And the class is private. So you're able to, again, ask questions and work around your own busy schedule. You know, um, this is a relaunch in the class for us, but when we held the class pre-COVID years back, it didn't work to have group classes um, because everyone has different availability. Some grandparents are still working, so the daytime classes didn't work and weekends tend to be busy. So it was difficult to get everyone to match up in time. So we decided to make it a private class. Yeah, and it's been great having the private classes, getting to know the grandparents, getting to see how excited they are and just sharing that joy with them has just been a huge blessing to me. And I really enjoyed it. And it has been interesting as the grandparents, of course, have been gifting postpartum doula support and some of our other classes for their children. But we've also had our clients gift their parents the grandparents course. So it's been sort of a full circle moment. Yep, it's so great. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Kristen. Any last words of advice for grandparents who are listening to the podcast? Just enjoy every moment of that grandbaby. They grow up so fast and you get to spoil them as much as you can and just really enjoy it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Thanks for listening to Ask the Doulas. For more information about Gold Coast Doulas, visit us on our website, goldcoastdoulas.com. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star review. Thank you. Remember, these moments are golden.